Welcome to Bravo Critics, Rony Edition. I'm Arielle. And I'm Ricky. Join us on this journey to relive the glory days of the Real Housewives of New York City. In 2022, we are watching one season each month with a fresh set of eyes. Here it's always turtle time, where we're going to mention it all while making it nice. So grab a drink and hang with us. Everyone's a critic. Well, welcome back to Bravo Critics, Rony Edition, Season yeah. 3. Season so. 3 was so good. I mean, we finally got to Scary Island. We got to yeah. all the good stuff. So that's coming up. But first, um, Ariel, what did you think about the news that came out this last week about Rony? Oh, my God. It's been a big, big week for us Rony fans. Okay, first of all, Ricky and I want to say that we feel that we have manifested this for the Bravo universe because we just have. We think our Jill Zarin candles have contributed with our crystals. We've charged them in the sun. It's been a freaking big week. So, yes, Rony is coming back, guys. Not one, but two franchises. I'm ecstatic. How are, how are you feeling? I feel the exact same way. I think it's going to be great. I'm excited for there to be a whole new fresh set of women. And I'm also excited for um, to see like some of the old ladies back. I'm really interested to see what the format's going to be like, of course. But, you know, I'm really excited because I, I do think we're going to get back some of the really big players like Jill Zarin. I think we're going to get Dorinda back. I think we're going to get Kelly. I think we're going to get like we're going to get everything we want, I think. Yeah, I think it's I think that we're going to get the best of both worlds. And that's why I'm super happy about it. Normally, I don't like change. So I I really feel like since they're giving us a whole fresh new young crew and we're getting our favorites back that that's why I'm so pleased. Okay, let's talk quickly about who is your dream team. Now, let's not pick 10. Okay, Okay. I had to keep I have to kind of, you know, Reel him in, guys, because he will like say, "Well, you told me my dream team, and this is what I'm dreaming about." <laughs> I I could easily just get that dream team, like it just never stops. Yeah. Um, so, and to clarify, so this is me, Roni, Roni yes. dream team, okay? Or the Roni legacy? Yes, um, legacy for Roni legacy. So I want to see Jill, Dorenda, Luann, Sonia, Carol, Kelly, and Tinsley. I'll leave it at seven. All right. That's my exact cast as well. Yeah. I think, it, it I think, right. That's, wait, hold on. Let me make sure. We said the same people. Luann, Sonia, Dorinda, Jill, Kelly, Tinsley, Carol. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Now, I don't even think that Bethany fits in that picture anywhere so i'm okay with her not be i mean obviously we'd we would take bethany if she came if the b is back like that would just be sprinkles on top of the cake but that's my dream my dream yeah i think bethany might be officially done with she's doing bravo stuff now and she's she's definitely done with the housewives you know I, i feel like in in the more recent years she's really tried to like distance herself from that and I feel like she sometimes gets annoyed, even though, like she says in the season three um, reunion, this is my livelihood. But, you know, she made it big and it wasn't her livelihood and she stopped caring as much. But that's so annoying. I got super annoyed when she said that, that she went and had a huge deal 
and launched Skinny Girl, like that was like the uh, evolution. That was when like it, it exploded. She she made mucho bucks on Skinny Girl. She was doing a bunch of different ads, sponsorships. She was driving her Skinny Girl car. Driving her Skinny Girl car making buku bucks already and i'm pretty sure that the season three salary that the roni housewives were getting paid way back then wasn't anything compared to what it is you know now so i i think that's a crock of shit yeah i agree <laughs> i uh yeah i i completely agree so i mean with that being said let's go ahead and just like dive right into season three we've got our yeah. cocktails here i'm drinking a, a nice uh prosecco um, what are you drinking? It looks like it's like some sort of melange of some sort. Yeah, I like to make my own cocktails. I took a sparkling wine, um, threw some strawberries, raspberries, a bunch of ice, and put a baby splash of OJ in there. So kind of having a baby mimosa, basically, and a huge, huge glass. And it's in, so these are my new rosé glasses. And this is blue. It's the Bravo Critic Blue. Can you tell it's blue? Just like your sweat up. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. cheers, guys. But season three was good season. I've been excited to get to Scary Island season. And it was kind of wild to watch it again. Like, I've seen this a million times. When we say the rewatch, we've... We're, this is not the second time we're yeah, watching Yeah, this isn't, it. like, the first rewatch ever. This is, right. like... Probably 177. Right. Like it's 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 crazy how many times we've seen it, but we're actually sitting down and watching it consecutively and really kind of absorbing and not having it on in the background, even while you're like really sitting and watching reactions and people, the pe you know, the the cast observing and just you it's so really kind of dissecting it and um I feel like this was an interesting season for me as a viewer because while some things I still feel the same on, um, some things I look at completely different. So the season yeah. starts with like yeah. the dynamics completely shifting, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and I'll say I, my views changed a lot too. And, and maybe it's also because um, we interviewed Kelly a couple weeks ago, about a month now, I guess now yeah. um, on Instagram and you know, when we were doing our research, I learned so much about Kelly and I won't, you know, spend this whole episode talking about her too. Cause I think I talked about her last episode a lot, but, um, uh, Ricky's I, fangirling a little bit. He's, maybe he's got girl crush on Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone. I mean, I guess I kind of do too now, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like we got the shifting dynamics that started to take place and, um, you know, I thought it was really interesting because like at the reunion for season two, I feel like Jill and Luann were, they weren't exactly like loving Kelly. And I feel like they were trying to like school her on a lot of things. Yeah. And I think it's because they were more, you know, aligned with Bethany at that time. But you can tell that with the way that the season starts out, like Kelly's already trying to get like back into their favor, but they're also really happy about it because <laughs> Jill's already got this issue with Bethany before the season even starts. So like Kelly's like coming, she's like, oh, all right, come on. Like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. And then like, it just felt like the, the the beginning of the season was Kelly trying to suck up to them. And she's like, oh, I've got lunch today. And they're like, oh, you're so generous. I didn't even notice that initially either. But um, 
I don't, I didn't see it like that. I kind of just saw that. I really, I didn't see it like that. I just when so if you guys don't know what Ricky's talking about, he's talking about they were eating. It was at the very beginning of the season. They were outside eating somewhere um, on like a patio and Kelly was there before them and they commented on her wearing a sweater or something and the heat, right? Somebody was not dressed properly. So first it starts with the critiques of the, the, the wardrobe that she chose and then why are we sitting outside and then Jill didn't want to be in the sun which I'm sorry but I'm Jill Zarin in that moment that's me I'm like I don't want to be in the sun it's hot why are we sitting outside I only want to be outside when it's like 70 degrees and I can put like something and I have to be like by the lake and put something over me so yeah I, I wouldn't even Jill be in the situation like to be outside anyways like no thanks yeah, it's probably easier for the crew, right? But anyway, so they blame that on Kelly. But I just thought that was her just like trying to be nice and just buy them lunch. So that's what he's talking about. He thinks that they strong armed Kelly into buying them lunch. I don't I don't see it. Well, I mean, we all have seen especially the situations with Luann and splitting things. And if you invite me, you're the one that's supposed to pay. Wait, so I don't want to skip too far ahead, if it, but I don't think it's too far ahead. I think it's still fairly early in the season. But Bethany and Luann meet up, and that's when the skinny girl car, Ricky loves the skinny girl car, that's when the skinny girl car makes its appearance. <laughs> and just Jason driving around in this skinny girl car in the Hamptons. I can't. It's so good. So they meet at this little cafe. They get in an argument. And Luann says something about um, them going surfing and, you know, Bethany making a comment that Luann didn't pay or I mean, it's just this, you know, and they're like, darling, when you invite somebody somewhere, it's like, I thought that you're like treating them and now you're going around and telling people I'm not paying my bills, which we do know that not too long ago, there was an incident of Luann skipping out on a $700 bill. But she said that that was just a miscommunication. So well, she thought that her girlfriend picked up the bill because her girlfriend's probably the one that invited her. Yeah. But it's like, is this rule in her book, Class of the Countess? I, I, I haven't found that part yet, but yeah. So I'm well, still reading. So I'll, I'll get back to you guys if I find that part. <laughs> but yeah. So I don't think, but that's what he's talking about, guys, when, you know, there was the whole. I think that was when the written, then that's kind of when the rifts with Luann and Bethany really kind of kicked in gear. And I also feel that's when Bethany started like her, I don't give a fuck about you guys. I'm up here. You're down here. She kind of rolled. She kind of like got Kelly's mantra going on. But I, I, one thing that I always love about these early seasons of New York is how so much of the drama starts in the Hamptons and then it goes back. It follows them back to the city. Mm-hmm. because I, I don't even remember exactly what the purpose of that lunch was, but it went like when Luann met up with Bethany, but it went South so quick. And like, yeah. Bethany was already mad. Cause like Luann wouldn't go near her and she had to drive like two hours or something to get where Luann was. And was the phone call with Jill, the voicemail to Jill did that, that or had already transpired. Cause that transpired prior to the season beginning. So I hope everybody's done their homework and you guys know what we're talking about. But for those who haven't um, done the Roni rewatch yet for season three and you're listening, we'll fill you in, okay? There was a voicemail that Bethany left for Jill Zarin prior to uh, recording season three. 
And in that entire voicemail where Bethany probably chewed Jill's ass up, Jill attached onto one sentence that said, um, I, I'm going to need you to find a hobby. Yeah. She, and that struck that, a chord. That, that like went through the entire season. And she's like, she told me to find a hobby and maybe I did. And you know, what'd she say? She told me to find a hobby and you know what? I did. Yeah. And it's not hanging out with you. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> I, and I just love like there, there's so much. Why like, is that embedded in my brain? <laughs> also just remember like when it goes back to like Kelly and like being friends with Luann and uh, Jill, remember how um, Kelly made up with like Ramona and Bethany and then uh, Jill sent Kelly that email. Wait, what? Jill sent Kelly an email that was just like, um, basically oh, yeah, questioning yeah, yeah. her decision to like yeah. be friends with um, Bethany again. Like, oh my God, I got that email and I was so like upset. But what I loved about Kelly is that she wasn't confrontational, but she was direct and transparent. So then like the next time she saw Jill, she's like, why did you send me that email? That email hurt my feelings. Like I didn't like that. I appreciated that. And that was refreshing. And Jill's like, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but I was just like asking you, I wasn't trying to be mean. Like, I will tell you this. I think that that's also where at the reunion, they talk about how Bethany was like, you were trying to tell the other girls not to film with me. And I'm pretty sure that's where it first started coming into play. But, but Bethany like, I feel like that says before. a lot about Kelly because Kelly wanted to have her own relationships with people. And she didn't necessarily want Luann and Jill to control who she could be friends with. Bethany did the same thing on season two. And they said that on the reunion. Who did they say Bethany didn't want Jill and them to record with who? Kelly? With Kelly. Yeah. So, and honestly, you want to talk about messing with somebody's livelihood. Now you're mm. fucking with a single mom who's got yeah. two young girls. Obviously, she's wealthy. And she, the father of those children are wealthy. But we don't know their custody agreement. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's coming in and what's going out in her house. And you really are messing with a single mom, you know? So that kind of, you know, I look at it differently. I, I do look at it differently now. Um, I, I love I, the relationship Kelly has with her daughters, too. Like, she seems like such, like, a, a fun mama. mom. She's she's a, she's a good mama. And I think that... Like, with she, the pancakes, like... Then they go out to have lunch and they talk about the Playboy and like just their reaction to Kelly being in Playboy is really funny to me because um, they were kind of like, uh, what, mommy? When they're in the cafe. Yeah, I feel like um, that's what kids do. They kind of bring you back down to reality and they say you may be this big badass out there in the world, but I need you to make me some pancakes and make sure my laundry is clean and please help me with my homework. And then I'll give you the most love and I'll fill your heart. Like, and that's, what's so great. Cause you see her on this like whole, like socialite, like fast world and trying to, trying to prove something to these women when it's not really needed, almost kind of not to yeah. all of them. Well, I feel like, I feel like Jill her friends, and almost like expect her, her to like, continue to audition to be their friend. And it's like, right. Kelly doesn't need your approval on how she's living her life. And she I feel like their underdog this season. Yeah. And it, like, it was just sort of weird too. Cause like Jill didn't like her doing the playboy and all of that stuff. Like he was judgy. It's not like hardcore porn. And 
just FYI, guys, I have the Kelly Playboy. Um, the photos are tasteful. Not really my thing. Um, not, <laughs> not really a, a tits guy, but... Um, you, you love know, it. <laughs> if you're into that thing, I mean, they're they're great photos. So pick out the pick up the magazine somewhere. I'm sure um, she's got great tits. She yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It, it's just sort of a weird thing. And then I feel like they not we'll, we'll we'll get to their relationship a little bit more when we talk about Scary Island. Oh my gosh. Okay. But so so we see luann and jill they get a lot closer this season they're like besties and there's a little incident that takes place um i'm just gonna say one word and then i'm gonna let ricky give you because i know he's gonna know and i'm gonna let him take it from here just to give you his opinion on countless Ooh, that i mean it was actually a really good burn that was a lisa rinna yeah you're so angry it, it was a good burn. And also, like, I mean, it goes along with, like, uh, Bethany calls her, like, Discountess or something at one point, right? Or does Mario call her Discountess, too? I, I think it might be Mario. Yeah. Okay, so for anybody who didn't watch, <clears throat> we're talking about Mario, Ramona's husband, calls the Countess Countless, but not, like, to her face. Like, he didn't he kind of say it under his breath? Like, somebody goes, oh, the Countess. And he was like, countless. Yeah, like, something like that. Joke to himself, probably just being a dick. I mean, he it was a dick move. Yeah, 100%. And, like, it, it's just so funny because Mario could always get himself into so many fights with these women. Like, he's always fighting with, like, Luan, fighting with um, Jill Zarin. Um, then, I mean, Bobby had to, like, step in when that was happening last season, but... He is a little bit thirsty. Um, like I said, I mean, it is kind of a good burn, but it, it's, it's, it's just so funny because like then it started going downhill because then um, Jill's like, I'm going to call Ramona, but she doesn't let Ramona know that Luann's actually with her and she has her own speakerphone. And Ramona, instead of like trying to apologize, she sort of like doubles down and she's like, I don't know what she was doing in her marriage. She was stepping out and like, just like the she look had, yeah, on Luann's face. And Jill's like, I, if I had known that the conversation was going to go like that, I would have not had her on speakerphone. Yeah. And that was before they went on the boat, right? Yeah. So then Ramona invites them on a yacht. And she's got she her renewal going on this season. She was feeling good. She was looking good. Um, and, and Jill's like, I don't know if she's renewed, renowned, renit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was so good. So they get on the boat, and then that's when Ramona feels ganged up on, right? Because um, Luann said something to her about the countless thing. And then Ramona's like, we'll just talk about it later. We'll do and, 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 you know, Luann's like, yes, we'll talk about it later. And then she's like, you know what, darling? No, we just need to talk about it now because it's really bothering me with, like, her little hair tie flapping in the wind, you know? And it was like... Um, so they had their moment, then Jill comes in, then Ramona feels ganged up on because she says Jill and Luann are ganging up on her. They're making a, um, how does she say it? Not a mountain. Uh, a mountain out of, a molehill out of a mountain. Yeah. That's what they said. And then Jill corrects her, and then she's like, uh, a whole mill out of a mountain or something like that. She still doesn't say it right. Yeah, it's like mountain out of a molehill. Anyways, but... Then they ended that whole scene with um like tequila shots or something, right? So there was that. Uh, but so I we also get to see Ramona trying to be friends with Alex this year. 
Hmm? We finally got to see Ramona being friends with Alex this year, too. And I actually think that that might have been genuine. Now, her liking um, Simon, I don't I don't know. But I think that maybe she just finally was like, eh, it's not worth the battle. Too much energy. I'm just going to, you know, this. they're not going anywhere. I'll just welcome them, you know. But it's and like, if they know me, I'll treat them like I do everybody else. Who would have ever thought that, like, the teams would be Alex, Ramona, and Bethany versus like Jill, Luann, and Kelly. Yeah, the couch situation at the reunion was definitely interesting. So I one day aspire to be the person that makes the seating arrangements. That would be amazing. I always also said I'd like to be the person that names nail polishes. Very random. (laughs) Um, Okay, so then we see before they announce it, you instantly see once Bethany gets her um, chin implant, that she is pregnant. So her jaw just is like massive. It's so crazy that her jaw did that. Um, and she goes, you guys, I look like I had a freaking jaw transplant. And I was like, that's what it is. Like, I, I just couldn't, like her face just looked so different, but you it see- It was like a box face. It's boxed. And at the reunion, you see it subsiding a little bit, like significantly actually but it was still uh you know you could kind of still see it um but it was just very wild for me to be like oh my god you could totally tell bethany's pregnant in the confessionals way before they're like having it come into the storyline because otherwise you're like what the fuck is wrong with her face even on the very first watch you knew yeah because she looked so different when she got pregnant um i have to tell you I am disgusted by watching Jason Happy on television right now. First of all, I just want to explain my stance on this, okay? And I'll keep it brief. I feel a lot of a lot of feelings when I watch them. I feel first off cringe watching them just like as a couple. I also, because you see his like facial reactions and the way he's like looking at things and the way he tries to like put a thumb over her. And it's interesting because she's a little oblivious to it actually happening around her. Yeah. And then I also know he's a piece of shit and he's going to give us a crazy ass Bethany for many years to come. Yeah. I mean, they, it took them like five times the amount that they were of time they were married to actually get divorced it took her so she has not probably healed from that and it took her so long to try to heal from something that was such a short period of her life and it's it's kind of sad or like disheartening a little to watch and I'm just like, oh, God, and this is just the beginning of the storm. Like, this I is... I know, and, like, when you're watching it for the very first time, like, back in the day, like, you're like, oh, I'm so happy for Bethany. He seems like a nice guy. Did you watch her um, spinoff? I did. Um, okay. I watched some of Bethany it, like, here and there. And then Bethany Ever After, is that right? I think I watched Bethany Ever After. I gotta tell you, I don't so Roni is what brought me into the housewife universe. I know I've said this before on some, either one of our podcasts or maybe on a live we done, we've done, but Roni's what brought me into my love for the housewives. And I didn't get involved until Jill Zarin's last season. 
And so I just so happened to catch it on a, on a marathon day. And I watched marathon, marathon, marathon. And then it was the episode of watch what happens. Now I look back and I think it was this big one-on-one exclusive interview. And it very well could have been because, you know, Andy normally has two guests on watch what happens live, but I don't recall what the format was back then. But I remember him having like this big one-on-one interview with Jill Zarin and her being so upset. She was wasn't coming back. And that was my first day ever watching Roni. And I watched it like I'm talking six in the morning all day and then watched her on Watch What Happens Live that night. And that was my first exposure into the Bravo universe. So that's right. That is that I remember that though. I really love that. Um but See, I have, that's why I love Jill. Like I am a Jill stan, and there's a lot of l- layers to why I love her. Yeah, I. So I mean, there I I am J- team Jill probably like ninety five percent of the times, but like there were sometimes like so the main thing that was happening most of the season was the decline of Jill and Bethany. You know, it started with the get a hobby. Um, uh, Bobby was sick. And Bethany didn't do what Jill saw is enough. And then it just really became like such a back and forth between the two. Like Bethany's like crying on the street, talking to her on the phone. Um, So sad, right? Like, and I felt for Bethany in that moment. And I feel though that they both. They both took it too far and like they, they just couldn't bring it back. Well, this is the thing. Jill took it too far. And it wasn't out of malice. It was out of hurt. Yeah. And she did one step too far. And the thing with Bethany that I can relate with is I am that person. Don't betray me. And it, I, cause I can cut you off and we can be done. And like, that's the thing. I'm as loyal as they come. But once I feel like you've broken me and you've crossed me. And I think that had that one last thing not happen, they would have been okay. Had Luann, when Ramona, so we're got to touch on this, right? Ramona brings them to her house and tries to get them to talk, Bethany and Jill. Yeah, and that did not go over very well. Like how Luann's like, well, what, you don't want to talk to me? And it's like, girl, like, get out of here. If Move Luann aside. wouldn't have pulled her, though, if Luann wouldn't have pulled Jill and said, come on, the car is here, I think that they could have I think it would have been, been better. significantly different. Yeah. Um, Because Luann definitely like cock blocked that makeup. And I don't know like what her motive exactly was in that. Because obviously they were yelling and they were upset, but it's like, just let them finish the conversation. Because these two are like best friends. Like they're both very passionate people. Like just let them finish the argument. Stay out of it. I know what her motive was. Her motive was 100%. Jill is my road dog right now. I need an ally. I don't need you and Bethany BFFing it up right now because Bethany's not being nice to me. So I need somebody to have my back. Let her go. Let Bethany go be with Alex. Yeah. That's kind of how. And then who would have thought Ramona would have been the one in the middle? <laughs> exactly. Ramona is the one playing peacemaker. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> wild. It's, and that's another thing great to watch it. this and see Ramona being so like neutral and like kind of peacemaker-ish in this season. It's like, what? Is this but it's also happening? like, they can't get mad because that's this is exactly what like Jill and, and Luann were mad because like 
uh, Joel's like, it was an ambush. And it's like, you guys did the exact same thing to Bethany last year with Kelly. Yeah. You like made her go and sit down in a room and talk to someone that she didn't want to make up with. And they weren't even friends to begin with. Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. So I don't know. And then like we end up getting to a point also where like, I love when it's like fashion week and, you know, we get Bethany yelling at Luann at the fashion shows and she's like, you're a snake. Wait, Lisa Rinna was there this season, right? Yes. Yeah. That's when we saw Lisa Rinna. And I was like, oh, my God, we need her to be a housewife. Um, yeah. And and Rinna's given us good over the years, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, yeah, but yeah, a, that was a whole thing. And that they sat. Day. Yeah, they sat next to each other, Kelly. So I love that. That's so good. Um, OK, wait. Then we have. I've, okay, so we always have a few. We Ricky and I always say the Hamptons is like an extra character in Roni, but I feel like uh, Fashion Week is definitely always a scene or a theme or something. We got to see Ramona walk. Oh my god! That, in a that, that's one of the most iconic scenes in all of Housewives. Like that's the thing about New York is there's so many iconic moments, and so many of them are from season three. It's so good. My okay, I just got my cousin and turned on to watching Roni. I gave my elevator pitch. I pitched it to her. She loved it. She got on it. And next thing you know, I get a text message of just Ramona and her crazy eyes on the catwalk. Uh, and she oh no, no, it was a video she sent me. The laugh and the cackle that came out of my cousin when she sent that video to me because and I was it brought pure joy to my heart because I thought to myself, Oh my God, she's watching this for the first time and she's getting to see Ramona's crazy ass walk down. And then just like Jill with Simon, like, oh my God, what's happening? It's so good. It's so good. I wish so I could good. see it as like a first time viewer again. It was, that's, I was so appreciative of it. I, I, of it. I was just like, this is so good. So I loved I love that. That was so fun. So we got to see that. We got to see Kelly walk in that yellow dress. And she was right. She did kind of look like Big Bird in that broad shoulder thing. She looked gorgeous, 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 stunning Big Bird. But I yeah. get it. She's like, I have a broad shoulders. You don't put me in strapless shirts. She knows, knows her body type, but she was polite. She wore it. She killed it. She looks great doing it. And so yeah, when she has a job to do, she's professional. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like everyone always tries to. Um, you know, like gaslight Kelly and make it seem like she's so crazy. But Kelly is such a professional, hardworking woman. She is. And I feel like we see that so many different times this season. Like she wasn't doing Playboy because she's like, like, I feel like everyone, you know, the cast wanted to make it seem like she was a, a slut for doing it. But it's like, it's work for her. She's a model. She wants to go and do Playboy because it's sort of, you know, a milestone for a lot of models, especially to be able to do it at her age and still look amazing. I loved Playboy. I think, I mean, I think it was great that she did it. If, it, if they asked me to do it, I would have did it too. So there you go. Hell yeah. Um, okay. So then here we go. So then we have a party. Whose party was it? Because Bethany, okay, let's take it back. Bethany's dad got sick. Um, Her and Jill weren't talking. They had a conversation basically, you know, over the phone that didn't end well. That was a Ricky reference earlier where Bethany was in her red coat in the street crying. Okay. Then we have Alex with Jill saying, Hey, like Bethany could really use a friend. Jill being totally stubborn saying, is it about her dad? 
Alex is like, yes, like it's medical. Her dad is sick. And Jill still kind of, that is the part where Jill, what, and Jill said it either at the reunion or somewhere else. When somebody gets sick, all bets are off. You go, you run, but she didn't do that to Bethany. And I think that was she wanted Bethany to do when Bobby was sick. And two wrongs don't make a right. You know what I mean? So that was, that was another thing that happened. And then she was Then Jill gets mad after Bethany's dad does die. And they're like, you should have told me how sick he was. And like Ramona. Yeah. Yeah. She, why didn't you tell me that her, her father died? And she's like, well, I'm just finding out too. Exactly. Yeah. She was, she, she tore Ramona a new asshole for that one. So that whole situation was, was actually pretty innocent in that situation. <laughs> she was for the first time ever. Yeah. You know, and then really I thought the only person like completely like taking shots from Bethany's side of it was Alex because Alex walks in at that party and she just fucking like nails Jill. She She's, like, I've back. She's like, I've got something to tell you. And everyone's like, well, what is it? What is it? And Ramona's like, Ever- like, let's all get some champagne. Let's do a toast. And like they get their toast ready. And then she's like, Bethany says that she never wants to see you again. And like, it's like, oh. Like she was from the mafia. Yeah, exactly. Like she walked in, took her out, and then she was like gone in seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, I love how everyone's like standing there, like, that's not nice. Even Ramona's like, that's not good. Don't do, you shouldn't be doing that. And when Ramona has to pull your coattails, then something serious. Especially because, I mean, it's just not. You know, as they always say in the housewives, it's not the time or the place. Like, if you're gonna give this message, don't have like a whole audience around to tell the Wait, person this. When did the I think this might have been earlier in the season, but when did Alex and Jill got into an argument? Yeah. And Jill or and Alex says to her, you know, while I'm in Brooklyn trying to survive, you're in high school being a mean girl. Yeah. Like I, that was, that was at, um, when they were at Jennifer's house. Is that where she said it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jennifer was one of those very random selections for a friend of. She didn't Almost really like give much, she, but she then talked about Sonia, which that was like the best friend of ever. So, you guys, we met Sonia, Sonia Sonia Morgan this season, season three. Take it away with Sonia, Sonia Sonia, my love for Sonia is like never ending. Um, she just brought so much to the show. And we only get like really a little taste of her so far on season three because she's just a friend of. But what a great friend of that they brought on for this show because like she's now like the New York staple. I've actually met Sonia Morgan and it was the most amazing experience. She's the only housewife that I've ever met in real life. Oh my! And I met her in New York. Um, we went to a cooking demonstration that she was doing because later on in the show, she gets into doing toaster ovens. So she does a whole demonstration at the Macy's in Herald Square about um, using a toaster oven to make like uh, lamb chops and asparagus. And it was so good. And she was just so personable. Like she's exactly what you would imagine her. Like she was like cracking jokes and, but of course, you know, like when you meet these people in real life, like you're, you feel so dumb and you're like, you're like, what's my question going to be? And you get up there and you're like, do you like New York? And you know, it's something you said? stupid like that. No, that's not actually what I said, but oh, I mean, okay. it was something stupid. Like, yeah. Do you like TV? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, oh, okay. So you I just feel like lose like your great questions by the time well, you get to see them. Watching her 
So we didn't get to meet Sonia until like a quarter of the way through the season. Then we saw her briefly when she did the, um, the she hosted the party with Luann at her home in the townhouse. But then I feel like we really got to know her more once they went on Ramona's bachelorette trip to St. John's. Yeah. And they basically really gave us a taste of like who Sonia is. We got to see her and the way she handled Kelly and the whole situation that transpires with her. But we got to see her have a little fun. We got to see her and Ramona. Ramona. Mona. I, I feel like it's weird that she came on sort of as Luann's friend because Ramona and Sony have known each other for a really long time. It sounds yeah. like before um, Ramona was married to Mario, they knew each other. Yeah, no, because they said that they used to party together back in the day before they got married. So that yeah. was fun to kind of see Sonia. So then we go on Ramona's bachelorette trip that leads us ultimately to Scary Island, which I think is one of the most iconic moments in not only Roni history, but in Housewife and Bravo TV history. Um, I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like it's that trip that inspired them to start doing girls trips every year. Because that was the very first one on New York. Um, and with New York being so early, I mean, they didn't go on girls trips and like, well, I take that back because they did go um, to like New York and stuff on Beverly Hills in the first season. But that was just like traveling. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it had to have been like the first like girls trip. And it was such an yeah. They went out of the country. Film. Yeah, you know they're like, okay, let's go. We're not just gonna go to Florida. We'll go. Let's go somewhere. Let's go on a big trip. They got a huge yacht. They rented a huge ass house. We got to have some really amazing moments with Bethany and Kelly and Sonia and Ramona and Alex and all of them on that boat. That is also. And I'm sorry, because I'm so excited about this. Let's not forget. This is where Turtle Time was created. Turtle Time. Yes. Um, the the stuff on the boat is so great. Like when they're fighting. Um, and Well, they're, they're like talking about like, where's my wine? And they're like, well, there's some grapes. We can just like stomp some wine. And Kelly's like, don't, ooh, don't do that. I was going to eat those. Bethany. Yeah, Bethany's like, oh, I saw some grapes in the fridge. I'll stomp on those. Don't do that. I mean, appalled. Appalled by the do not step on those grapes. I was going to eat those. And As if you could like just like stomp on the grapes and make the wine like right there. Wait. And be ready to drink. Yeah, right. <laughs> and also the wait, the one night stand convo. So they I don't even remember who brought it up, maybe Sonia or whatever. And Kelly, Kelly associates a one night stand with unprotected sex. It's like those are two. Completely different things. And being a hoe bag. And being, and then she calls Bethany a fucking hoe bag. Well, she didn't call her a fucking hoe bag. She just called her a hoe bag. I said. And Sonia's like, I'm pretty sure you've probably had a one night stand. She's like, I don't believe you. I just don't believe you, Kelly. I just don't believe you. (laughs) Sonia has like this like special accent that comes out at some points. And I just live for that accent. That's like one of those moments. But. Well, it was already starting to get pretty crazy, like amongst the group then. And it's like Ramona and them were like, we're going out. Like, sorry, this is getting to be like a little bit too crazy. And then they meet the owner or the CEO or whatever 
uh, president of Hooters. They go yeah. on the Hooters boat. Ramona's like, let me invite my friends. Bethany's already pregnant by then. So she's like, let me take me and my big old boobies over to this boat because this is better even though I'd, I'm exhausted and I'm a walking zombie. I'd rather be on this boat with the Hooter girls than on this other boat with Kelly. <laughs> and then Kelly shows up and she's like already starting with them. And I just love like we get that drunk commercial. Like, I'm just going to shut her down. I'm just going to shut, shut Ramona's her down. Way, <laughs> She's wasted. Way that is where. So you, so you guys, we wanted to drink Pinot Grigio today, but me and Ricky couldn't get our shit together. So we're each drinking what we have in our house, which is sparkling and whatever else we put together. But we, in honor of Ramona, we did want to turtle time it. So we're turtle timing it in our own ways. Um, but this is when, yes, all that transpired. It's so good. This, this is why we love Roni, you guys, because it's, all this shit is so good. It's like, oh my so god, so many iconic moments. Yes. So then we go. Okay. So we're on the boat. We get turtle time. You get Alex, Ramona, and Bethany who go and they dance their asses off. They dance the night away, and they had so much fun. I, That's an amazing scene. It's that, a classic that, scene. That one like cracks me up every single time seeing Alex? them dancing. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then, I like it. Um, well, I mean, so what did you think about Jill and uh, Luann not going on the trip? A cop out. I kind of think that it was obviously before the trips took place, like as a requirement for Roni because they didn't go. Um, I think they gave lame excuses. I think that Jill regrets that she wasn't there. I think Luann is happy she didn't go. And I think that they should have been there. So that's kind of how I think. But then, you know, I feel like then they go to this big ass mansion and then I don't know if the seawaters did something to them because it's like once they hit land, it, it got wild. wild. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, <laughs> just like you could not even like, I feel like every five minutes, like your jaw would just like drop a little bit more because it's just like chaos. And wait, the scene where Ramona just take. Yeah. Not even like she just takes I'm the wine. Like, she's like, yeah, they're just like this. She's just like, like she just <laughs> stops so good. Um, we get into this whole debate about whether or not Beth Bethany is a um, chef or a cook. Which is sort of like, what does it school? really matter if she's a chef or a cook? But then, you know what? So, like, originally watching this, I was straight up Team Bethany and thought Kelly was, like, just like Bethany said, cook-a-doodle-doo. And I, now it's like, I watch it again. It's like, Bethany was talking shit about Kelly and being like, did she actually go to college? There's no way she could have. And it's like, she went to Columbia. And I'm sure that Kelly somehow heard that back through the grapevine between the boat and getting to the house. And I think that Kelly thought like, oh, you want to question my credentials? Like, well, what are yours? I don't think that. You don't think that? I do. No. I don't think that they, anybody that she heard anything about um, Bethany discrediting or questioning her credentials. Um, I think that Kelly had a moment. And uh, I think that they gaslit the shit out of her. But I also still am like, wow, 
Now, do I look at it and think that Kelly had a nervous breakdown on television, like everybody said? I don't think so. Um, I've been fucking crazy and fucking blew some <laughs> shit up before, and I didn't have a nervous breakdown. That's just me showing my ass in a moment. You know yeah. what I mean? So she just like kind of like, came unhinged. Yeah, she had an unhinged like, moment. Like shit happens. Like you guys, and this is it. She's actually pretty funny during some of that though, because it's like Ramona is being so extra, like talking to Bethany, and she's like right up in her face, and she's like, "Gonna make out with tongue." Yeah, and she's like, "Are you guys gonna make out with tongue?" And she's like, "Kelly, I just want you to. You're in timeout." And she's like, "No, I just want you to zip it." She's like, "I want you to zip it." That is my favorite. No, I just want you to zip it. And the way she says it with such like, it's so good. And. Th- that's the thing. It's like, so I don't think that she was, she was just being like, not submissive to yeah. them anymore. And maybe she was a little bit more la-di-da instead of aggressive as, you know, so maybe like how Bethany can be aggressive and she shuts people down. Kelly was more la-di-da. I still don't care what you think, but it wasn't like, um, it didn't affect them the way that like Bethany's aggression affects them. And so I think that they kind of took that and they spun it. But I honestly do think that Sonia thought that they that Sonia did think that something was going on. And once they were kind of like, okay, like something's she like we need to stop. Because who knows? Well, well they were also looking like a bunch of bullies. A even if she was being a little bit wild, like they were all like literally everyone was ganging up on her. But what if Kelly had a reaction to something? Like what if she's on medicine and she drank a martini or something that just didn't like mix with it? Great. Not saying like she had like, you know, something crazy, but I'm just saying what if she, and she got a little wild where they're like, Whoa, this is not the way Kelly acts. Well, there are later seasons. um, Sonia talks about how she takes like, apparently like, diuretics like every single day to keep like water weight off and she says she basically says that that's the reason why she'd get so wasted is because she would be taking those and drinking so who, i not that i who knows what exactly was going on with kelly at the time but i mean me wild. it could have been that i mean i i mean i can definitely see like acting like a crazy person i've been crazy too so but then i thought what the point i was trying to make in all that and i think i was getting a little off track was that basically Sonia was so kind and so nice in that moment. And when they all kind of felt like, okay, now we're all the sane ones and now we're picking on her. When Sonia says that, when at least Bethany and Alex and Ramona all kind of reined it in in that moment. Now we see, though, producers told Kelly to leave. Like, this is, they didn't push her too hard in the reunion. And I don't want to dwell on it, but I mean, it was a situation. That definitely transpired. And I feel like once they left, once Kelly left and that kind of subsided, then a whole other whirlwind came through. So it wasn't Scary Island just because of Kelly. Yeah, I mean, it was Scary Island for a lot of reasons. And, and I mean, it's it's also just really funny that they did get along well enough during that one day to take like the photos on the beach. Oh, my God. And like Alex's face. I cannot. Johan face, baby face, Johan face, Johan face. But I love it. And like, I love how like now Kelly is like a professional photographer and like a few episodes earlier, she had that a camera and she's like, I don't even know how to use this. Sonia looks so hot. On like the, oh yeah. Of their fashions. 
Yeah, Sonia um, looked so hot too. Sonia was banging. Sonia like was glowing when she came into the show. I mean, she, she still was, is, but I mean, but she was glowing, young, fresh, vibrant, just like oh, so full of life. We've seen her go through the journey over the years, and us on this rewatch, we'll get to experience that again. But my God, like she was killing the game. I was like, okay, girl, you look good. Yeah. Um, but then, so then it's we like, have what? It's so funny because like they just get Kelly gone, and it's like they're all like kicked back. Like the, the vacation's like back on. Everything's finally chilled the fuck out. Wait, I have to tell you something. So the other day, because I know where you're going, and I want to put this right in a little pocket right before you say it. Jill Zarin was on um, Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop podcast, and she had said that. I don't know if Ramona or whoever it was told her the producers had turned the chairs around of the women and had them facing the door and the producers were making the women stay there and they were fucking annoyed. First of all, they're like, in what world would you be getting a pedicure and you'd be having your back facing the sea and your body facing the door? They made them wait for forever. They wanted to go. Jill said the producers held her at the door and wouldn't let her come in so she doesn't know what the deal was so they were already agitated by the time that jill came in so when the women were there they kind of already knew like what the fuck is going on but they didn't know that jill was coming in yeah and then when jill came in that was what triggered them they were pissed well and like it makes you wonder if there's stuff that we didn't see on camera where, where like the women started yelling at the producers too like this is what you made us wait for. Like, you know that we didn't want her here. Like, what the fuck? But then the, the full, the, the mess like, up did part you, about it Did is, you bring her here? Why is she here? She was invited, though. Well, she was, but she never, I'm all she said she wasn't going to come. I'm like, she was invited. She was invited. And she did think that she's like, oh, I forgot Ramona doesn't like surprises. It's like. <laughs> I just, I think that it was a bad idea for her. It was a bad call. I don't and think. she admitted that. that. I don't even know she really had the right intentions. I think she thought that like Kelly was still going to be there originally. She obviously saw heard that night that Kelly was leaving, but she already had these arrangements made. So I'm sure she thought like, well, maybe I can get there, talk to the producers, get Kelly to come back and we'll have like a good night. And no. um, it was you know, all about so Bethany. It was her only I think reason that she for going came, there was I to think talk she to went Bethany. down there to confront the women about how they were treating Kelly. No, I think she went. No, I went. We went down there for selfish that. reasons. I want to be friends with Bethany again. I love Bethany. I want to make it right. This is the chance to do it. I'm going to say I'm doing something even make nice sense because it's like they point out at the reunion. She lives right around the corner from Bethany, but you're going to fly. You're going to go out of your way. It was for the show. Right. It was a grand gesture for the show. I don't you know. know. I don't, no, I don't think that's you guys, you got okay. Ricky and I, I are on different part of it, events. but I think she thought she was gonna go down there and be like, "What the fuck is going on with Kelly? Why'd you do this to her?" No, no, because they really? were still on Kelly's side when this was all going down, and I Kelly mean they were still her on her side afterwards too. But I think that she was mostly concerned with what was going on with Kelly. So every. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess it also depends on like when exactly did she plan to go? She had already planned to go before the shit went down with Kelly. 
So that's the thing. It's like, while she's like, I'm I'm not saying she's not a good friend. She was a great friend. Everybody knows I'm a Jill stan. So I was Jill, team Jill back then. I'm team Jill now. But I do think that Jill went strictly to be trying to make up with Bethany. It had nothing to do with supporting Ramona on her 17-year anniversary because she made fun of her for that then. She still makes fun of it for, for her for her for it now. So I think that it was all about She definitely Bethany. didn't go to make up with Alex. Because you know why? Because she knew she went too far. By that point, she was like, oh, my gosh, I may have broke the camel's back already. And I think she was like, if I give a grand gesture, that might make shit better for Bethany. And I can show her how much I love her. And Bethany was like, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That was sad. It was sad, but she she shouldn't have come, especially then, especially because she did know what happened with Kelly. Wait, and how about when she told Bobby, I don't want to put you in the middle, and Bobby's like, I'm not in the middle. Yeah. Like, Get him. I, I, the, the thing with, for me is, like, I just didn't think that she shouldn't have gone, especially knowing what happened with Kelly. She knew that things weren't going well on this trip, especially if she had just talked to those women the night before. She should have at least told Ramona, like, hey, I'm coming. I hope that you don't mind. I'm just going to I wanted to surprise the girls and I want to support you. Like she could have even made up a bullshit reason as to why she was coming oh, to support. Right. Cause she did. But, they said on the reunion that she talked to Bethany and all them the night yeah. before. Yeah. You're right. Cause I they all called that. her. And they're like, you need to get your friend. Like, yeah, shit's like, crazy. We right just now. went through some crazy shit with your friend. Like she's on her way home. Maybe you'll see her soon, man. Yeah, you're right. I, I agree with that. I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I think that her intention was to make things better with Bethany, um, but it definitely shouldn't have went down the way that it did because of extenuating cir circumstances. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like we didn't. So like, I feel like this reunion, we didn't have any like huge revelations. There was nothing major that transpired or that was exposed um well i mean one of my favorite things from the from the reunion was um you know when they're comparing kelly's playboy shoot to alex's nude photos and jill's like you were spread eagle in the hallway of your husband's hotel two times two times and then she's like no i was not spread eagle and she's like spread eagle in your husband's hotel so good oh my she's god like, yeah, i looked for the pictures i looked at them i love it I love Jill Zarin. I love her. Yeah. I, for those moments. The reunion just, it didn't go well for Jill or Bethany, really. Because, like, you know, I think that they tried to, like, basically put, like, a Band-Aid on it by the end of the reunion. But I don't know. I, I felt like, and I, I kind of still see it this way, even on this rewatch, even though I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Jill fan. But Jill came into that reunion really hot. And, like, it seemed like a lot of the time at the reunion, she had like a scowl on her face. Like she's, she was so mad for how the season ended up going. And it wasn't yeah, a great season for her because a lot of people really loved Bethany and her fight with Bethany. I'm I, it's almost surprising. And maybe it's because Bethany was leaving the show, but if Bethany was staying, do you think that they would have gotten Jill off the show? If Bethany asked for it? Maybe not so early on back then. Bethany still wasn't the power Didn't that she is now. have the leverage yet. Yeah. But um, the fans were really not happy with Jill after that season. I know. I felt really bad. I, you know, 
Jill didn't have malice in that. And that's what I try to always, I kind of go back to. There is no malice. There is no ill intent. Everything she did was reactive from a place she of She felt pain. like it was just tit for tat, but at one point it just like crossed the line. It was childish. She took it too far and she knew it when she did it. And she was like, oh shit. And I can't say I don't relate to that. I think I we've yeah. all had those moments in our lives where we're like, oh, fuck, I took it too far. Yeah. Like, damn. You know, like, I sometimes can have fights with, like, my husband or something, you know, and be like, stop talking. Stop talking in my yeah, brain. But trying, I kind of keep um, going. You know, so it is what it is. But I feel like, you know, we they ended the season with basically saying Bethany's getting her new show. She was pregnant. She was getting married. She was getting her little special. Then she went on to her Bethany Ever After. And, um, you know, she was no longer going to be a housewife. And, you know, Luann explained how much she loved being part of an ensemble cast. I feel like it was. Well, it was, think, isn't this is also, I think by that reunion, um, Luann had started dating Jacques, right? Mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting, the comment about the Count wouldn't like it or whatever that he was jewish and i was oh, like yeah. is she basically trying to say the count is like anti-semitic yep and money can't buy you class happened this season yeah. we got money can't buy you class guys like i got to watch that be born again this season so that was so fun it was so good and i still want alex to come out with um the book that she had suggested um class wait what the well-meaning morons oh yeah Yep. Don't listen to the well-meaning morons. That was that was a really good um, yeah. thing because it's like they're they really were always like trying to talk shit about like the way that Alex's kids were behaving, and it's like no one else had like two young boys. I mean, Luann had one son, but it's like she wasn't really around that much to be with him. So yeah, and he was twelve. He wasn't young. He wasn't three, four, or five. So that's very different range, you know, middle school as opposed to. You know, not you know in preschool. So yeah, I mean, and none of the other women on the show. Luann's the only one that has a boy, and so it's sort of interesting because I mean, girls can probably be just as horrible when they're children too, but boys are just wild and rambunctious. Yeah, unless you get the 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 wild child girl, but for the most part, girls are a lot calmer. So it is a different breed. They are a different breed. I feel like um, Jill really tried to like walk back a lot of the stuff that she did say about the kids though. Cause like there were different points when she's like, yeah, I'm here to see, like we're here to see the kids. She felt bad. I think then she realized like, okay, I thought I was being quirky and funny. And she did admit in the reunion, I am going to leave the one liners to Bethany. I thought that I was being funny and I realized it just didn't translate and it wasn't that funny. And I'm going to, you know, bow out gracefully with that one. But I mean, I think she just made a lot of miscalculated steps and that's what led to her having such a bad season. Because if you watch just that season, you would 100% think like, wow, Jill is such a bitch. Like what a mean person she is. Like she's always fighting with all of her friends, but I don't know. It's I think if you just started picking up watching season three and you didn't know where she came from, because I always say this, like she in the beginning of Roni was like my home base, my comfort, that nurturing, you know, type of vibe. Um, I think she lost her footing in season three. 
I think that with the Roni reboot that's coming out again, that we can, you know, we're going to get some really good in the Ultimate Girls trip. I think we're going to get some really good stuff from Jill there. I think we're also going to get a lot from her in this Roni reboot, you know, fingers crossed. Um, I think that Jill has a lot more to give. They put, she was the first original Roni member that they put on pause. And yeah. so, you know, I think that we have a lot of great stuff. I'm excited for us to watch season four and see what comes up, you know, next. Um, I think one of your favorites is next season. Is that Morocco next yes. season? Morocco is season four girls trip. And it's one of my favorites. I cannot wait to talk about that with you guys. Yeah. That's, uh, Ricky always, he references Morocco frequently just in our day-to-day -day conversations. So I know he's super excited for for Morocco. <laughs> it's seriously the best, but wait, and he, and he references, and I'm, I'm a Roni, like, you know, aficionado, I feel like, but sometimes he references things and I'm like about Morocco. And I'm like, what? I don't even remember that. So I'm really <laughs> excited to kind of go back and rewatch Morocco and season four. Again, we're going to meet Cindy, I think next season. Yep. So we get a little bit more. We're going to get Sonia as a full-time housewife. Cause this season, Sonia was just like a friend of, and Sonya um, really brings it this next season too. And I am so excited because she has so many conflicts with the new girl, Cindy, and it's so good. It is good. It, it's good. It's good. So, so keep I, up the rewatch. Yes. We hope that you guys are loving everything. You know, always send us all of your questions, comments, feedback. Um, you know, if you're watching the seasons, shoot us questions as you go and, and topics that we can talk about. Cause we want to make sure that everyone is having fun and, and getting to hear what we're going to talk about. So, right. So like Ricky and I watch it just so you know, we don't wa we watch it. We say, okay, this month we're going to rewatch this season. So we kind of rewatch it at our own pace at our own leisure. So, you know, we're not at the exact same episodes at the same time. So, but since none of this is new information to us, you're not giving us any spoilers. So as you're watching it, shoot it to the Bravo critics page, make sure you're following us. Um, on Instagram, both of our handles, Bravo and T and that Bravo gay, but make sure for all the up-to-date information on the podcast that you are following Bravo critics. We're really going to be centralizing, kind of putting our info in the Bravo um, critics page. Um, so make sure you're following and you're kind of keeping along with all of that stuff. But I feel like this was a super fun episode, a fun season. And we're so glad that you guys are, you know, hanging with us and we're going to have so much Roni stuff to talk. And, and so, and I think, I don't know if we said this earlier, but Ricky, tell them we got some fun stuff, right? Like a few. Yeah, we have, we have fun stuff coming this way until next time. Wait, let me get my cocktail. Let me get my cocktail. Until next right. time guys. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>